Well, as we close out 2021, um, I was trying to think of what to do for a final podcast. And uh, I really hate to do this, but I think I'm going to have to wrap up 2021 with a, with a talk about COVID again. I really thought I was done talking about it, honestly. I don't think I've talked about it since about April of this year, in which around Easter time, I declared that the pandemic was over. Now, I do fully understand that I'm not the determiner of when the pandemic is over or not, but I did see a fundamental switch in people. Uh, People uh, kind of went back to some of their old patterns of being a little bit negative, uh, critical, nasty, things that were kind of quiet uh, during the first uh, year, year and a quarter of the pandemic. Maybe those people were just uh, kind of hiding in their homes and not uh, speaking out much, but there was just a fundamental switch that took place. Um, And that's the last time I talked about COVID. Uh, Since then, we had a summer surge of the Delta variant, and now we're in a few months later surge now of the Omicron variant. And um, there's a lot of uh, just freaking out going on again, not by as many people as in the past, Uh, But still, uh, the powers that be, um, at least some of them, uh, are uh, they're holding on to this. They're holding on to like a a relationship that really should have broken up uh, months, maybe even a year ago or more. Um, And and, and they just like don't want to let go of the past and and they keep holding on. They keep going back to the same measures. They they keep trying to do everything they can to kind of keep the fear going and uh, just keep uh, control and everything that uh, they've come to enjoy over the last couple years or so. And uh, we just we need to not grow weary of fighting against it because I think we're close to uh, breaking the back of this uh, overreaction that has been going on for um, uh, for two years now in this country and honestly in the world. Um, I saw this past week that the CDC had uh, reduced the uh, amount of time that you have to quarantine when you have COVID to five days. Now, let me just take you through a little walk through the last two years. When this started and the overreaction started, it was 14 days For two weeks of your life, if you came in contact really with anyone, close family member, I think what it originally was, you had to quarantine for two weeks, let alone if you had it, for two weeks just to be safe. Then they realized, yeah, well, it's a little bit of an overreaction. It's kind of hurting our economy. People need to have their employees at work when they're not sick. Companies are having to pay people for two weeks off when they're only sick for three or four days. So they reduced it to 10. And just this past week, it has been reduced to five. How in the world we go from three times a longer quarantine just two years ago to five days is beyond me. Hey, here's an idea. If you're sick, stay home. And if you're not, go to work. That seems to have worked for... uh, Uh, Well, I think since humanity's been around. But nonetheless, I guess we should be celebrating that uh, if you're sick now, you only have to hide for five days and then you will not uh, get other people sick. There has been 51 million cases of COVID in America over the last two years. Now, I have to tell you that's not true because there are a lot of people like me who would never report it if they had it. 
And yes, I did have it a year ago. And no, I did not report it. Didn't need to get tested. Knew I was sick. And uh, so that 51 million cases is a joke. It's probably two to three times that. And the claim is 812,000 deaths over the last two years. Um, So if the real number is, let's say, 150 million cases to uh, 812,000 deaths, you can do the math on that. Uh, You uh, ought not die when you get COVID. And the vast, 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 vast majority of people do not. Um, Does it kill people? Yes, I've never said it doesn't. There's a lot of things that kill people. We just don't freak out about them as much as this one. Um, In the world, in the last two years, that is the world, I don't know, 8 trillion people? 8 trillion people in the world. In two years, 5.4 million people have died of it. Now, is 5.4 million a large number? Yeah, it's a big number. It's not a big number of 8 trillion. So once again... uh, you know, everyone's, you know, especially in Europe, America hasn't followed as much as Europe has on, on this go around. It's like we followed China, we followed Europe, we followed everyone, uh, the, the first dance. And now we're on like dance number three or four. And at least there's a little bit of difference between what a free country looks like and countries that are more socialistic. Not much. And it depends what state you live in. But there's a, at least a little bit of difference. Uh, I think England still is like, have stay-at-home orders. Australia, they've been locking people up and not going anywhere for the last two years. China, same thing. Um, so 5.4 million deaths amongst 8 trillion people over two years, okay. So averaging about 2.5 million people a year amongst 8 trillion. Um, in the United States, COVID, looking back over the last two years, has, uh, or at least in 2020, At its peak, COVID was the third leading cause of death in the United States. It's interesting that the CDC attributes 350,000 deaths directly to COVID in 2020. The the, the total amount's 812,000, but it looks like even in that number, they're admitting that um, a good number of COVID deaths uh, have not really been as a result of COVID. They just had COVID and they died because they were going to die anyways. So they, the CDC directly attributes 350,000 deaths in 2020. This just came out like a week ago. I saw it in an article. Um, 350,000 deaths in 2020 to COVID. To put that into perspective, over 700,000 people died in 2020 from heart disease. Two times the amount of people died in 2020 of heart disease than of COVID. And think about all of the overreaction we had in 2020 over it. What's interesting is we've had as many people die of heart disease in 2020 than COVID for two years. Um, There's a worldwide, a similar story that's told. Worldwide, there's been five Point four million deaths total for two years, but in one year, nine million have died from heart disease in the world. So once again, two times the amount of people have died in one year to heart disease than did died from COVID over two years. 
Let me say that again, just so that you understand the ramifications. In two years, five million people have died of COVID in the world. But in one year, nine million have died of heart disease. So in two years, let's just say 20 million. So four times as many people in the world have died of heart disease over the last two years than of COVID. Stroke in the world. Seven million people die died last year in 2020 from stroke. So let's put that into context. So over a two-year period, 14 million people have died of stroke and 5 million have died in the world of COVID. Three times as many people have died of stroke. And then um, pulmonary disease, uh, that's about 3.7 million a year. So times two, that's um, that's a 7.4 million compared to 5.4 million of COVID. Lower respiratory is 3 million. So over two years at 6 million versus 5.4 million from COVID. You get what I'm saying? Listen, it's not that COVID has never been a killer, but it has never like deserved the fear and the panic in the attention it got, not in 2020, and certainly not in 2021. That's where I'm like, it, it's it's like a relationship that needs to break up and should have broken up a long time ago. But yet we keep holding on, and we keep making it out to be greater or bigger than what it really is, so that people would continue to live in fear, and that we can continue to control. I had a member send me a a video yesterday and that's partly why I'm so worked up I guess this morning and it was of the New York City Police Department or we could call them the New York Gestapo going into the Queens Center Mall where people are eating and people are shopping and literally with like a police force of I look like 25 30 people all with like these uh, um, zip tie handcuffs around their belt like like they're ready to take on you know uh, one of the um, one of the superheroes from a you know <laughs> the justice league or, you know, one of the Marvel superheroes, like like they're about to go into battle, but they're going into a restaurant to check for people's vaccination cards. And if they don't have a vaccination card, you need to get up from your meal and walk out the door or you will be arrested. This is in 2021. Are they arresting the the restaurant owners for serving food that is going to contribute to people dying of heart disease at a rate of three or four times that of COVID? No, no, that's not the problem, Greg. The problem is COVID. It is absolutely mind-blowing that two years later we're still believing this Garbage. Not that it's not real. I don't... Listen, I know people are dying from it. But people are dying from lots of things. And we don't fixate on those other things like we do on COVID. We don't restrict liberties based upon those other things like we do on COVID. 
we don't make people do a, a a fat check for their body weight and then tell them, okay, you can't eat for the next week or you can only eat vegetables. We don't give people a, a calorie or a cholesterol intake for a, a given week and that like you have to punch your card and like if you eat a quarter pounder with cheese, you, you just... Now, now it's nothing but leafy greens for the next two weeks. We don't control what restaurants serve food-wise. So where do we justify controlling what people do in terms of whether or not they choose to get vaccinated or not? The vaccine helps the people who choose to get vaccinated. It's never meant to help the people that don't get vaccinated. For those people, they rely on something called natural immunity, which is what God gives us to be able to fight things off. And so the lies continue. The overreactions continue. And as a world, we're just sitting here, as a country, we're just sitting here and still going along with it. Biden's um, mandate that everyone has to be vaccinated if you're part of a company of over 100 employees. Uh, the Fifth uh, Circuit Court uh, had put that on hold. Um, the Sixth, it got moved to, and they made it available uh, to move forward again. And as of today, the Supreme Court hasn't chosen to get involved in it. So come January 5th or whatever the date is, um, once again, you're looking at potentially mass layoffs uh, of a quarter to a third of maybe people uh, in this country that have chosen. No, you're not going to convince me that the sky's falling. And I'm not going to choose to restrict my liberties on this because honestly, I'm not afraid of something that, you know, probably kills less than 1% of the people who get it. And so here we go. It'll be an interesting January to see if the government backs down because it does not look like our conservative courts share the feeling of about a quarter or a third of the people in this country that are not against vaccines but we're against forcing them on people, especially for something as limitedly deadly as what COVID really is, if we look at it objectively, and as we compare it to other things that kill humanity. There's been lies all along about natural immunity. Natural immunity is not nearly as reliable than, than, than uh, artificial immunity that comes through shots. Uh, well, I tell you that, that's kind of funny because we're on our fourth dose. Shots only came out a little over a year ago. And at first, that's really all. It was one and done. Well, except for those that required two. Two and done. Oh, and then Delta started coming up and, and there were breakthrough cases. And people that had COVID were getting it again. So oh, now we needed a booster. And then Omicron came because people who were even boosted were getting it. And honestly are dying from it. Like that's the thing that's not told. They try to make it sound like it's only the unvaccinated that get it. And it's only the uh, unvaccinated that are dying. No, no. I, I, I know of someone who's school teacher was vaccinated and, uh, and died of it like six months ago. So it, th that's not how it works. And they try to make it sound like that natural immunity isn't as good. I'm here to tell you, I don't know anyone, 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 anyone that had it, that has gotten it again, certainly within a year. 
And whether or not they even got it after year, I, I doubt because the variants seem to be getting lighter and you never really know if you're sick or if you got the sniffles. Just had someone yesterday show me um, th they had their uh, uh, their labs done and they still had uh, um, the antibodies to COVID uh, over a year, a year after having gotten it. Oh, but natural immunity, the storyline is it doesn't count. If you got natural immunity in your New York City, you're not allowed in the grocery stores to buy your food. You're not allowed to go into the mall to shop or to the restaurants. You need a fourth vaccine because they work so good. It's all a bunch of lies. And I know you're tired of hearing it. I'm tired of talking about it. That's why I haven't talked about it since April. I thought we we're moving past it. But once again, like a scorned lover holding on to the past, that is what we're doing with COVID. And for those of you who are listening, and for those of you who believe in, in freedom and in choice, especially what we do to our own bodies, it, it's not time to give up the fight. It's time to keep pushing even harder because the lies are slowly being exposed. And I think more and more people, I hope, are starting to see them. Where do we go from here? That's actually a Bible study I'm starting in a week. With everything that's gone on in the world, where do we go from here? Well, here's where I think we go from here. But I'm not a prophet, so I don't know for sure. At least I'm not a future predicting prophet. God has given me no visions just have maybe a feeling, but I wouldn't like take the feeling to the bank. But there's a couple Bible passages I want to uh, share with you. The first is from 1 Thessalonians 5. Now about the times and the seasons, brothers, we do not need to write to you. For we are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. And while people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come upon them suddenly with labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. So it's talking about the day of the Lord, the, when the Lord returns, that it will be a time in which people are saying peace and safety, peace and security. It is peace and safety that is causing people to not be allowed to buy groceries if they're not vaccinated, because it's not safe to have natural immunity. It's only safe to have artificial immunity and have four of them, four different shots, because they don't really work long at all. It, it, it's, it's peace and security that's causing Fauci to say, you know what, we need to really restrict travel now. And unless you're not vaccinated, um, you shouldn't be allowed on a plane because that vaccine works so good and natural immunity just apparently doesn't when that's a lie. It's absolutely opposite of what we've seen all along. God's immunity works a whole lot better than man's. Sorry, man doesn't like to admit that. The powerful, powerful pharmaceuticals don't like to admit it. Dr. Fauci, who has always been one who relies on uh, vaccines rather than uh, anything that God might have uh, put within humanity, uh, just doesn't want to admit it. He's got he's got too many chips on the the table. It's a game of poker. You don't you can't fold when you're all in. You just have to play your hand out. He's just playing his hand out. One other Bible passage I want to share with you is from Revelation chapter 13, verse 16. And the second beast required 
all people great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on the right hand or on their forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, the name of the beast or the number of its name. Now, I think that's interesting. Do I think that this is like ultimately, uh, and by the way, that was Revelation 13, 16 and 17. I don't remember if I uh, said that right, but I think it did. Do I think that this is uh, the ultimate fulfillment of, of the mark of the beast? No, I think that gets fulfilled multiple times. But we could have never have thought about how someone rich or you know someone great, someone that's free to not be able to do certain things. But that's what's unique about this is fear drives. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't really matter who you know. Um, I mean, it does a little bit. But but pretty much everyone is um, is kind of in the same boat here. Those who choose to do what the government's telling you to or those who don't. And if you don't, then you won't be allowed to uh, buy or sell. You won't be allowed to fly in planes. You won't be allowed to get groceries. You won't be allowed to do any of that stuff. So we've laid the foundation for um, future applications of this. And where um, in the future, there's going to be uh, another situation that's going to come up and and it won't be without precedence to to enforce these restrictions and people will say well we did this during covid and people just need to get on board and if they're not then they lose those rights and privileges because apparently it's a right and a privilege to be able to go and eat at a restaurant to shop at a mall and to even buy in a grocery store um Maybe we'll allow to at least be allowed to have deliveries left on our doorstep uh, so uh, we don't kill the world. I don't know. I could really go on with this for probably about another hour long, uh, longer, but uh, I'm not going to. Um, but it's time for, uh, for the relationship to break up. The relationship between our government and the majority of our population and this fear, this unrealistic fear of something that has never made sense. And uh, so I want to encourage you, especially all of you who have uh, been outspoken on this, for all of you who have chosen to say, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, It's only because you guys are willing to take a stand for freedom that this hasn't been forced on everyone uh, in terms of forcing uh, vaccines and and just uh, losing freedoms and so forth. Because enough of you, enough of us have taken a stance um, so that... uh, they can't completely push us over yet. So keep the keep the good fight. Let's hope in 2022 uh, we have a sense of reality. We pull our head out of our backsides as a nation, and um, and uh, uh, may God give you a uh, a blessed new year. I look forward to talking to you in the new year. Thank you.